What's up, you awesome nerds? Welcome back to Pitch Slapped, the Pitch Perfect podcast. My name is Kaylee Hillier, and I'm such a fan of Pitch Perfect. I could talk about it all day long. I thought, why not put it in a podcast? Which is exactly what this is. Thank you so much for joining me today. And because this episode is coming out on the 22nd of April, I was like, there's only really one topic I feel like I want to cover today and that is space because Anna Kendrick's movie is coming out today it's all about space we are going to be looking at the whole idea of Bellas in space we're going to be looking at sci-fi inspired fan fiction all because I am so excited for the release of Stowaway let's get into it starting off with our actor news Of course, the big news is that Anna Kendrick's new film, Stowaway, will be coming out on the 22nd of April in a lot of countries, including places like New Zealand, Japan, Africa and Spain. Joe Penner, the director for Stowaway, has actually put up a list of a load of the countries that will be getting it on Netflix so fingers crossed a lot of you will get to see it. I know it will be rolling out in some other countries in the near future. So hopefully we'll all get to see it in good time. And I am so excited. Good luck, everybody, when you're watching it, whether you're watching it today or in the future. Just wishing good luck to Anna Kendrick. Please survive this ordeal. Okay. Don't know what I'm going to do myself when Anna Kendrick dies on screen. But we're going we're gonna to deal with it. We're going to get there. And I hope that we all get to enjoy it so, so much. I'm so excited. In other news, Ben Platt's new single will be coming out this Friday. It's called Imagine and he has been teasing us quite a few times on his TikTok. Doing little TikTok videos with his dog. And then the images came out of the single cover and everything i'm so excited it's been i have been waiting for some new music and he's been teasing us over the past few weeks and it is finally here so looking forward to imagine to come out on friday and getting some new ben platt vocals rebel wilson is over in the uk at the moment she's up north near liverpool filming the almond and the seahorse which is going to be a more serious film, and I'm intrigued to see Rebel Wilson take on a non-comedy role. Watch this space. And finally, if you've been on Instagram, you've probably seen Anna Camp. Her dog Myra actually had a litter of puppies over the past week, and luckily the puppies and Myra are all doing well, and we're hoping all the best for them. And it's great to see some positive things happening for Anna Camp at the moment, especially with the poor death of Rocky. And I hope that they're all doing well. And just to see the little family of Pitch Perfect growing in so many ways. That's it for our actor news this week. It's now time to just delve into outer space as we look at the Bellas in space. So I don't even know where this started, but the whole idea of Bellas in Space has been around for a while. I'm pretty sure as 
they were doing the press for the previous Pitch Perfect movie. Some of them have mentioned that they would love to do loads of sequels and things like that. And I'm, I'm pretty sure Anna Kendrick mentioned once that she would love to get to the point where they are actually doing ballads in space, that they would get enough sequels out of this, enough Bella moments that they end up in space. So the idea of Bella's in space has been around for a little while, been kind of just teased here and there as people have kind of thought about what the future of the Bellas could be. And then in 2017, Anna Kendrick gave us a little bit more of the idea of Bellas in space with this tweet. We open on Becca and Chloe floating through space in astronaut gear. We push closer and hear them hum the opening of a pop classic. Dot, dot, dot. So... Even right there, Anna Kendrick has just proven to us that the idea of Bellas in Space could be there. We have like the little inklings of an opening sequence of what could be Bellas in Space. Even just that tweet I got so excited about, this whole idea of Becca and Chloe in space. And even there, you know, they're together, floating and of course there's pop music because that's what the Bellas do. My mind just kind of escalates on a whole tangent on just that. And so when Anna Kendrick announced that she was going to be in the movie Stowaway and we started to get little snippets of what this was going to be like, the, the little seeds were dropped of Anna Kendrick in space. And then we got the trailer like a month or so ago and just the visual of Anna Kendrick actually being in space, one of the Pitch Perfect cast making it into outer space, just set my mind going on a whole tangent of like, this is it. This is the closest we're gonna get to Bellas in space. What are the Pitch Perfect creators gonna do with this when it comes out? What inspiration are they gonna draw from it? Where are they going to take it now that you could potentially make gift sets out of this and stories and like the whole idea of, of Anna Kendrick's character, Becca? What is that going to be like? I mean, Becca, the idea of her going into space, I find it quite funny because she's quite a homebody. I've always seen her quite a homebody staying at home on her desk, mixing music. So send her to outer space, I just think would be such a funny thing to do just how she would cope with that and then you throw in all the other Bellas and who knows how that would go let's be fair so I'm excited to think about the whole idea of Bellas in space I can imagine Chloe just being wide-eyed excited at everything that's happening and just go down this whole tangent and so when Stowaway was announced I was just like I just need to get invested in Bellas in space I'm all here for it. I'm quite intrigued to see if any creators or anything kind of take what they see or get inspired and create their own work in and around a project. Because I know we've done it before with, with projects that some of the cast have been in. And so it will be very interesting to see how this turns out. We'll see. And whilst I've been putting this episode together, I wanted to get your opinions on what you thought about Bellas in Space as well. 
Because this is the great thing about all being fans of Pitch Perfect is that we all can hear about the same thing but take our own little bits from it, our own inspiration. And it fascinates me to hear all the different perspectives and it amazes me the amount of like imagination people have and the the things that they go on. It just sets my mind going and I just, I love it. I absolutely love it. I sent out some like messages on social media and seeing what your inspirations was for this and I was not disappointed. You guys had some great thoughts around Bellas and Space that I'm excited to kind of break down and look at today. It just feels like it's all coming to reality. We're also going to look at, for the fan fiction highlights this week, some Bellas in Space type fix. If you watch Stowaway and you're there going, I just need more space, maybe this could like help you out and just give you that further injection of sci-fi in the Pitch Perfect universe. So I sent out a message in and around social media getting your thoughts on Bellas in Space. What do you think would happen? How do you think it would go? What do you think all the roles of the Bellas would be? How would they interact in space? Let's just take these beloved characters and chuck them in such a foreign environment. And the nice thing with space is you could go very realistic and do like the type of space travel that you get now and and them being on like a space station or going up into space or you can even then verge into sci-fi and look at futuristic worlds or aliens and you you could base it on your favorite tv shows like star trek or star wars or anything like that like when you open up the sci-fi world there's so many kind of tangents that you could go on does Stowaway count as a sci-fi film? That is a good question. I don't know. I would have thought it was because it's a space movie. So according to Netflix, it is a thriller, a sci-fi thriller, sci-fi fantasy, sci-fi drama and a drama. So it's definitely sci-fi then from what we're getting from that breakdown. So we can definitely verge into the world of sci-fi in so many ways. And that means that there are so many options for Bellas in space and the nice thing is we have so many characters as well that this can be based on so just taking a look at some of your comments for Bellas in space Nick said it would be a complete and utter cluster f which to be fair I could totally see isn't that really what half of the pitch perfect movies are though in some way, shape or form, either they mess something up or something gets messed up for them. And yet the Bellas will find a way through. I quite like the idea of Bellas in space and that being the case, that literally everything would just mess up. But they'd always get through it. You could just imagine these weird, stupid things happening and yet they always just find a way through. Maybe it's not even through their own doing. It just magically works out. I would all be here for just the bedlam of Bellas in Space. I mean, you just need to throw somebody like Fat Amy in there and you know that there's going to be bedlam at some point. And I would still watch it. I would be totally here for that. Nelly the Elegant on Instagram said they'd forget Jessica and Ashley. <laughs> like, like, right off the bat. <laughs> I love the fact that we're starting with Jessica and Ashley. The thing is, that is so true. Like, as bad as I feel for saying it, 
they would totally forget Jessica and Ashley. Maybe this is a storyline where they're like a team and they're flying out to different planets. They land on a planet and they're doing some work or they have to like quickly escape. And of course, they leave Jessica and Ashley behind. Like that, I could see that totally happening. Poor Jessica and Ashley just being stranded on like a random planet somewhere. Or they just like leave on their mission and forget them at the home base. That would be another thing. The nice thing about Jessica and Ashley though is although they're often forgotten by the main Bellas, they're also like the bedrock of just keeping things going. And so I can imagine that if Jessica and Ashley got stranded on a planet somewhere, that they would make the most of that experience. Like I can imagine them getting really well set up. They'd have their own home. They will be so well established between the two of them. They just make it work. They always have and they will keep on doing that. It would also just make me laugh to think maybe they ended up on a planet and they just ended up being so welcomed by the people of this planet that they just kind of look up to them. And and although these are the two that were forgotten, they're now just like looked up to by this whole planet worth of beings. It would be so nice. So good. But I do feel sorry for Jessica and Ashley because that is so, so true. Poor Jessica and Ashley. Another comment we had from Instagram, Dixie X Bishop said, I think Emily would be really good at tech, like beyond good with it. I think that's so sweet because Emily is quite excitable when she gets going on something she really likes. I could see that working with something with her being involved in tech and just really getting into the uh, the whole discovery of that, whether it's discovering new things on the space station or inventing stuff. And just every time she makes a breakthrough, just getting really excited and having to share it. And that would be so good. She'd just be all big eyed and just loving it. It's so sweet. If you get Emily in the right situation with the right main mindset, she can be really dedicated to something. She's got quite a sensible head on her shoulders. When you watch her in Pitch Perfect 2 and 3, like, she's the voice of reason. I think would be so endearing. Not only would you enjoy her being good at it, but then you would have the added extra of the fact that Emily Junk would just get excited over little moments with this little victories of accomplishing something, fixing something, making a little discovery over here, creating a new invention of tech. Ah, oh, so good. It just brings so many thoughts to your mind. Emily does seem to be pretty good under pressure from what I've seen. I mean, there's no stress vomiting, but <laughs> like she's been coming up with the ideas in Pitch Perfect 3. So like, I feel like she could be quite cool, calm and collected when it came to working under pressure, trying to fix things. Maybe you're on a starship fixing things quite quickly or they need to come up with an invention or, or alter a piece of tech to help them accomplish something. Like, I think this could work so well. I love it. And it's quite fun to imagine Emily kind of being in that useful role within the Bellas. When you think of Bellas in space, my mind, as well as some of yours, kind of ends up going to certain sci-fi films or media that you've consumed in some way. So obviously the Star Trek, Star Wars also, but Chloe Daly on Facebook said Becca and Chloe as Jedi Knights. 
I mean, any time I have seen a pitch perfect Star Wars AU, it is around the idea of Becca and Chloe being Jedi's or being on opposite sides of the dark and light side. So I love it. The angst that comes with that, being torn of what to do when the person you like is on the other side, like, oh, so good. And there are like a number of Star Wars fix that have been done. And although I could quite happily include it in this episode, I was like, man, I'd almost want to do its own episode of just Star Wars. So I haven't gone so far as to include all the Star Wars stuff in this episode, but there is Star Wars fix out there. And when I talk to people, a number of people also have Star Wars ideas for what they would do if they wrote an AU Clearly, Star Wars is a good place to go. It just sparks the imagination. Or even just like a random film that you've seen that's a sci-fi film and you can just kind of see connections with the characters. Maybe you can imagine a pitch-perfect version or a plot or a Chloe version of this random story that's happened. I keep playing around, though, with the idea of Star Trek because Star Trek is such a big franchise And throwing Pitch Perfect into the Star Trek universe, I think, would be so interesting. I was torn, though, very torn, as to the roles the Bellas would play in a Star Trek universe. Because do you make Aubrey the captain, or do you make Becca the captain? Because I feel like the fallback would be Aubrey in a lot of these situations. However... If we base this along the idea or the plot of Pitch Perfect 1, like, Becca's also a captain, so, like, she's got the captain ability there. And the fun thing between Becca and Aubrey is that they kind of knock heads. So whether Becca would be a different captain or they get merged into the same ship, or you could have a situation, like, in the Star Trek film where Becca's, like, a renegade and becomes a captain... I could totally imagine Becca being like Captain Kirk in the Star Trek movie and Aubrey being like Spock and just being like, what the heck, who are you? You break all the rules. And yet Becca just seems to make it work and is just complete renegade. And yet they they eventually find some like camaraderie between them and work it out that they become like a really great pairing, a good team. But the whole of that kind of merging and figuring out how to work together would be the thick, like that would be the whole story because they're so much fun when they're knocking heads and just trying to figure out the dynamics. And then when it all clicks, it's fantastic. RJ liked the idea of pitch perfect Star Trek AU, but instead of Captain Kirk, she quite liked Star Trek Voyager, which is Captain Janeway, I think. So she said that Aubrey is 100% Janeway, or Belana Torres, and Becca could be someone like Tom Paris, which, if you've seen the, <laughs> the show, I mean, I really like the idea of Aubrey being like Janeway. I can imagine the quite the stiff, very focused captain, and Becca just having this little renegade side to her, I think, always fits. It's, it just, it matches her so well. Nick also said that they envision more of a Firefly situation. So we've gone from Star Trek to Firefly, which is also another big sci-fi series. And then it became a film, I think. 
So they said, I envision more of a Firefly situation. Aubrey would be Mal. Stacy is Inra. Amy would be Jane. Becca would be Zoe. Chloe would be Wash. Lily would be Brooke. So she's like figured out all the characters of uh, of where they would match. And Firefly is kind of like a sci-fi, but it's based on a Western type of feel to it. They're a little bit renegade as a group, which just makes my mind then jump to something like Guardians of the Galaxy. Another great sci-fi film. And then I was like, which characters would be which in Guardians of the Galaxy? If we did a Bella's AU of Guardians of the Galaxy, where would they all lie? And my first thought, my very first thought would be... Becca as Quill. I don't think you could put anybody else in that role. Just from that one beginning sequence, when Quill gets his Walkman and dances to a song, Quill's dedication to music would fit Becca so well. I can just imagine her being this just out there, random human in amongst this world of aliens, totally being out of place and yet she just finds solace in the music. Which then, of course, opens up the whole idea of them placing the other members of the cast into the roles of Guardians of the Galaxy. Chloe would be such a kick-ass Gamora. It would be so good. I quite like the idea of just Chloe having this very hard edge. She would be beautiful, but at the same time, she could kill you. Also, (laughs) somebody suggested that if you were going to do this... Amy could be Drax, which I actually think could be quite a good role for Amy because he's really, like, sweet and there's almost an innocent side to Drax. But he does just kind of fly off the wall a little bit. Like, it just happens. I don't know where you would place Jessica and Ashley unless there's somebody like Groot. Although I quite like the idea of Lily being Groot as well. So only, like, certain people can interpret what she's saying and also she likes to set fires to feel joy and we know that Groot sometimes likes to push a button (laughs) like the whole of Guardians of the Galaxy 2 when he's trying not to push the uh the bomb button oh brilliant I don't know who would be Rocket though I kind of flip between who Rocket would be because part of me likes the idea of it being Aubrey just for the fact that her and Becca could then fight over who is really captain of the ship. And also, Rocket loves a good firearm that's almost too big for its body. We've seen Aubrey with a, with a gun in Pitch Perfect too. I just love the idea of her having a, just a ginormous gun and being just a little bit rough around the edges. Or, I mean, you could switch it so that Becca's Rocket because she's short and scrappy but also i think cr could also make a good rocket we do have that connection in pitch perfect one to her gambling and maybe the deals on the side that she might do and of course we know that rocket likes to make a good deal he's always trying to cut something maybe trying to to get items to then sell on and make some money and just the wheeling and dealing that comes along with that that i think cr is she's more smooth calm and collected but I think it could fit with Rocket so like my mind just goes with it there's so many options that you could do okay what about this thought 
Snow One But You gave her breakdown of how she saw the Bellas in space, and this is what she said. First off, we have Aubrey would be the captain of the ship. The Bellas all voted because she's a good person to have in the time of crisis. See, like, Aubrey being the captain just seems to fit so well. And also, I think because we see some of the weaker sides of Aubrey, especially very early on, you could use that to great lengths in the fic and then how she grows and learns as a captain. So many options. They also said Stacy is nerding out, spouting off all sorts of information and Emily is just wide-eyed trying to take it all in. She takes notes. Can you imagine, especially if you go off of the Instagram comment about Emily being really into tech, I could totally see Emily being like an apprentice to Stacy. And the two of them just really nerding out. I love the idea of Stacey having somebody to nerd out with. And Emily's excitement would probably make that so much fun. Snow One, but you also said Chloe does the part, like in the Stowaway trailer, of cruise director lifting everyone's spirit and trying to get them excited about the trip. I totally see that. Chloe's probably a good people person and good for morale. Jessica, Ashley and Cynthia Rose are doing everything they can. If something goes wrong, they have schematics and plans. They're the ones in the background, you know, that will just get things done. Flo is good at tracking everything down and making sure they have enough supplies. She's in charge of the spreadsheets working alongside Aubrey. Lily isn't anywhere to be found, but they're not worried much. And for Amy, sadly, didn't make the trip. (laughs) poor fat Amy I love the fact that in this particular version by Snow One But You it's fat Amy that got left behind not Jessica and Ashley Lily I think is an interesting one because I think Bella's in space for me is the opportunity to really play around with Lily as a character we know from all the movies that Lily's a little bit weird and we get this idea that she's got quite the elaborate backstory from all the random snippets of information she gives. And then in Pitch Perfect 3, you get that tiny little bit of information where it says that Lily's from Area 51 on her passport. What a great little, like, Easter egg to have. Because then what it does is it's like, oh my word, Lily has connections to potentially aliens or something a little out of this world. And I love that. I love that whole idea. One of the thoughts I've always had is that potentially she's got like a load of friends that could be like almost like a family that she's known from her time in Area 51 that kind of make up her family, her sort of backstory and that they might just pop up from from time to time and who knows what they look like or they are maybe they're intergalactic beings or whatever. Like I just love the idea that every now and then one of them might pop up in the universe of Pitch Perfect and then the Bellas have to deal with this very odd situation where they've met this random person. Well, it wouldn't even be a person, would it? It would just be like this being, this alien being. How would they react? Like, can you imagine? Chloe just wide-eyed. She'd probably want to touch it in some form or another just to know what that's like. Josie said Lily would take them all to her home planet. Can you imagine the whole little fic of... uh, the Bellas going to Lily's home planet, meeting the family. Going along with that, I can imagine her being able to speak to the aliens, 
having a load of skills behind her. All these little things that, that maybe the Bellas don't know about that just build up Lily's character. And of course, if they go into space, she'd be able to navigate them. They, she would be the best person to have on the ship. So many options for Lily. I do feel like Lily comes into her own in this AU. It would be such a great opportunity to unravel a little bit of the mystery of Lily. Also, another comment I had was Becca who said, the only thing I can think of is an alien AU. I must admit, I've never seen the film Alien, but the only bit of that that I really know is the bit where the alien comes through the woman's chest. So I was just like, well, who would you pick? Who would, out of the universe of Pitch Perfect, would you pick? They suggest that it could be Jesse. <laughs> the poor guy. <laughs> but also, it would be quite fun. Well, not fun, but it would be like so heart-wrenching if you had to pick a Bella. Which Bella would you do that to? Which one would have the alien coming out of his chest? Oh, it's so hard to pick. I'm loving all of these ideas. It just sparks so much imagination. And all of these are quite out there ideas for a Bellas in Space AU. Going for like the very extreme of big space voyages or fitting it around a famous TV show or aliens and stuff like that. But you could also base it on something that's a lot more closer to home as well. What would it be like if it was set in this world and the kind of rate of space travel that we're in or whatever and having the Bellas on a space team or part of NASA or something like that? Training to go up into space and all this stuff. And then you could like lean on maybe some of the struggles and difficulties that come with space travel now because obviously we seem like... Apollo 13 and stuff like that and of course Stowaway is kind of set around this whole idea of closer to our space travel now it's not necessarily about aliens or intergalactic things like that but the idea of okay they're going to on a mission I think it's to Mars and something goes wrong and how that all plays out you could get really uh, really angsty with that now when I was looking for your thoughts on Bellas in space you guys did not disappoint. I love all these ideas and like the different types of sci-fi things that you were inspired by that you could see a Bacloe AU set in. And then I got sent this mammoth response that was just amazing. If you were on Tumblr, the writer A Sweet Melody Trickling actually wrote out a breakdown of what she would see as a Bellas in Space AU. And can I just say that this is epic. Like, I love it when we do something like this and you get to see what different writers or creators imagine in their heads. And the fact that some of you are happy to share that, that we could talk about on Pitch That is absolutely amazing. And so... There's quite a lot here that I want to kind of just talk about and break it down and read out for you, but it is so worth it. And it does just make me want to read this as a fic. So this is a Sweet Melody Trickling's Pitch Perfect 4 idea. And as she says, let's face it, after Pitch Perfect 3, anything goes, which I think is to be fair. And what I love about this is it's kind of set 
in more of a now universe in kind of where we're at, but maybe a little bit further on, a little bit in the future, this could have happened. So I'm going to break this down into the bullet points that she's had. I'm just going to read it because this is fantastic. It starts off, Becca's record label strikes a deal with NASA and SpaceX to have Becca be the first person to ever perform a song in space. Amazing. So good. Next one. Becca's not overly keen on the idea and the only way she agrees is if the rest of the Bellas can join her. All the Bellas are super excited and committed, including Fat Amy, who loses a ton of weight to get fit enough to complete the training NASA require, which helps to explain Rebel Wilson's weight loss. I love how she's thought about this and like where all the actresses are currently at now and how this could fit into the storyline. They all have a big meal and drinks the night of their arrival at the hotel. The label has paid for them to stay in. We find out what each Bella is up to now. Next morning, a strict schedule is announced via a very handsome astronaut who will be part of the team accompanying them on the expedition. Aubrey takes a fancy to him and him to her. This cues a montage of NASA training, vocal rehearsals and dance routine rehearsals. Which is a pitch perfect movie. You have to have a good montage in there somewhere. Of course, there will be lingering looks between Becca and Chloe, which is what we need. <laughs> because this is pitch perfect and things get more ridiculous as time goes on, the training only lasts three weeks because that's all it takes to train novices on how to become amateur astronauts. <laughs> like, <laughs> to be fair, if the Bellas can do like three countries in four days, I, I think anything can go at this point. <laughs> like, they, just, they just move fast, okay? <laughs> the night before the launch, Chloe goes to Becca's hotel suite and finds her stood on the balcony looking up at the stars. And there's a little bit of dialogue here. Becca. It's crazy to think in 12 hours time we'll be up there together. They share a look. I'm so pleased you're here. Chloe. Well, we are never going to let you go up there alone, Becca. No. Not the Bellas. You. I'm pleased you're here. I'm pleased I'm here too. So sweet. I mean, it's fluffy already and I'm, I'm just reading like a little bit of it. Melody goes on to say they're about to share their first kiss. But Amy and the rest of the Bellage barge in with late night snacks. So but Chloe part and nothing more is said. They have a sing song. The day of the launch, we see a montage of all the Bellas getting ready, then getting settled in the rocket. They sing together to steady their nerves. I love that. It makes me think of the deleted scene that I am so sad they cut out of Pitch Perfect 3 of the lullaby scene. And just that moment when they kind of just all get unified and it's a really touching, kind of emotional bit. I can totally see that as, as a group just ready themselves for what they're about to do. Blast off. A montage of people all over the world watching because, of course, this is a world first. It's pitch perfect, so obviously every person in the world 
know who the Barden Bellas are to some degree. See Fat Amy Muffgate in Pitch Perfect 2. <laughs> that is true. I mean, we never really think about it too much, but I can imagine when that happened, it was probably worldwide news or gone on social media. Even puke gate to some extent maybe the Biden Buzz weren't as well known at that point but that video probably went viral in some form or another and then of course Becca's fame would have put the name out there of the Barden Bellas as well once they're in space docking at the ISS the Bellas get taken on a tour around the place Becca has a quick video call with her bosses who inform her about details of the televised performance. Fat Amy, Cynthia Rose and Ashley have a competition to see who can do the most tumbles in zero gravity. And Fat Amy crashes into something. Something gets damaged slightly but nobody notices. Stacey has a video call with her daughter. It's the first time we see a softer side to Stacey. Aubrey watches on and is approached by the handsome astronaut she's been flirting with. They have quite a surprisingly serious conversation about relationships and how both would one day like to start a family if they found the right person. I mean, you could ship Aubrey with a lot of people, but I could totally see her warming to some like a discipline. Even if you think about her past and where her dad come from being in the military somebody from the military or working a very dedicated field like that could be somebody that Aubrey would go for okay the next bit Chloe Emily and Flo look out at the earth Flo tells the story about her family pointing out the sea as they cross to get to America it turns out she lost her mother at sea that's so sad i love how these little like these just little details lily and jessica watch one of the astronauts tinkering with some of the space station making some improvements lily seems to be taking an unhealthy interest asking far too many questions about what ifs for example what if we run out of fuel what if the shuttle blows up what if the shuttle detaches will we get stuck here are there any spare spacesuits in case one malfunctions? The astronaut answers honestly, no matter how horrendous each hypothetical situation sounds, but Jessica looks uncomfortable. <laughs> the Bellas eat at a similar time, having fun trying space food, and the Bellas rehearse for the next day's performance. Later, Becker and Chloe find themselves together Though impossible to be completely alone, looking out a window, this time at the Earth. And she's included another little bit of the Chloe dialogue, just to give you that soft moment. So this is Becca. Being up here makes me realise just how small and insignificant things are down there. Chloe. Like LA? Becca. Like all of it. LA, my career, the money. My heart's not in it as much as I thought it would. Chloe, so where is your heart? Becca, here, with you. They both smile affectionately at each other. Chloe reaches out to take Becca's hand. But just as she does, the lights flicker and power noticeably cuts out. Oh my goodness. This is, you've got like 
the bits of McChloe in there and just things start going wrong. Oh. The Bellas panic, the astronauts don't, and within moments everything is back to normal again. Apparently it's quite normal. The next day it's performance time. Control room on Earth are preparing for international televised performance. The Bellas assemble in position and perform a mashup of Space Odyssey. We are all made of stars and supermassive black hole. We see a montage of reactions from those watching back on Earth. We cut out to the damage Fat Amy had made the previous day. It begins to spark. The transmission to Earth cuts out and the power to the space station weakens. The Bellas accept Lily panic. The astronauts prepare for an emergency departure. Shuttles are prepared. Stacy panics. She won't see her daughter again. Lily disappears to look for something. Aubrey's fancy man, astronaut, delegates a task to her, for which Aubrey conducts efficiently. Chloe tries to get to Becca, but, but Becca squirrels away quickly into a shuttle alone by the astronauts because apparently they've been ordered to protect her by order of her record labour and the NASA bosses. She's angry and reluctant, fearing for the safety of her friends. She's sent from the space station with only two other astronauts and the rest of the Bellas are left on board. My word. <laughs> that would be horrific. Becky would be kicking off. On Earth, the control room watches on in concern. There's a montage of the Bellas being directed into a shuttle while Becca's shuttle hurls to Earth. Lily finds what she's after and patches up Fat Amy's damage before heading into the shuttle. The shuttle leaves with the Bellas and the remaining astronauts. Becca's shuttle lands in the ocean. As she's freed and rescued, she's somewhat hysterical, looking into the sky for any sign that the Bellas are safe. Oh, can you imagine? She's distraught Becca. She has no idea where her family are. Like, oh, my word. This is so tense. The Bellas return to Earth, crashing into the ocean. Becca and her rescuers see the shuttle land in the distance, but she's still worried and upset. The Bellas are rescued. Aubrey is held safely by the handsome astronaut. The other Bellas comfort one another. Chloe is a little hysterical herself, asking every person rescuing them if Becca is okay. Nobody answers her. It's just, it's just like poor Becca and Chloe. They don't know if each other are okay. This is so sad. Sometime later at NASA, the Bellas arrive. Becca is already there. Both she and Chloe are relieved to see each other alive and safe. Becca and Chloe run into each other's arms, tears running down their cheeks. There's also another bit of dialogue here. You've got all these like tiny little bits of dialogue just for all these important moments. Becca, I'm so, so sorry. They forced me into the shuttle. I couldn't do anything. Chloe, I know. Becca, I wanted to get to you. I wanted to save you. They cradle each other's faces. Chloe, I'm here. It's okay. Becca, you're okay? Chloe, I'm okay. They finally share a kiss. The Bellas watch on with soft smiles. Stacy turns to see her daughter calling out for her. And she bursts into tears as she hugs her tight. Aubrey watches Stacy with Bella, then Becca and Chloe. Handsome astronaut slides up to her. Astronaut. I've got to do a man's voice here. You okay? 
Aubrey. Yeah, just wishing I had someone to return to Earth to. Astronaut. I get that. They look on at the people around them, but small smiles grow on their faces as the astronaut gently takes Aubrey's hand. Astronaut. Want to grab something to eat later? Aubrey. Okay. Becca and Chloe are interrupted by Becca's team. They whisk her away for a debrief and to prepare for interviews. Chloe tries to silently tell her it's okay. Becca announces very public during an interview that she's taking a break from making music and performing. Her team are stunned and the interviewer assumes it's because of the trauma of the accident in space. Becca looks to her bellers who are watching on, specifically Chloe, and replies that she just really needs time to focus on what's important to her. Fast forward five months and both Becca and Chloe are hand in hand, walking barefoot along an empty beach. They chat. They look very happy. Suddenly, a beach ball hits the side of Becca's head and the rest of the Bellas come into shot. The Chloe aren't alone on the beach, but they're happy. They look across to the skyline and see a rocket blast off into space. They all look to Aubrey, who looks a bit emotional. He'll be okay, they say to her, referring to her now boyfriend astronaut, and she nods. I know. Becca and Chloe turn to each other and share a kiss, before turning back to the view with their friends. The end. Oh my word. I was not prepared when I got this whole... I don't know what you'd call it, like a whole breakdown of what could be Bellas in space. But this just blew me away. Not just because the whole storyline had been thought out, but like specific moments, what each of the Bellas were doing. Like it's all here. It's, this could literally become a fic, but you had this lovely breakdown just sparked by the idea of Bellas in space. A big, big thank you to A Sweet Melody Trickling for sending this in and just letting me share it here on Pitch Slapped. I was blown away. It was fantastic. And the amount of time that you must have spent to put this together. And if you do want to check it out, it is over on Tumblr. Just look for A Sweet Melody Trickling and you can see the whole breakdown of their idea for Bellas in Space. I'm going to leave it there because there's so much that can run with your imagination just with that. And of course, with Stowaway coming out now as well, it means that we can just let our imaginations go wild. And with that, this then conveniently takes me to our fan fiction highlights this week, which I have gone for Bella's in Space inspired fix. Let's get into it. <coughs> It did take me a little while to find as many of these as I could. There's not as many out there as I thought there would be sort of sci-fi fix based around Pitch Perfect. I was surprised, actually. But we did find some. Now, I've already mentioned, but we're not including Star Wars in the breakdown of fix because there are actually a few Star Wars fix out there. So we're just going to look at other sci-fi fix. This was also really tricky because although there's not a load of sci-fi fix out there, there's also a lot of unfinished fix. So there's some really interesting ideas. For example, there's a fic based around Apollo 13 with Aubrey and Emily, and Aubrey's the ones going into space. There's also one fic based on the film The Martian, which I 
thought would be really interesting. So I have tried to really focus on the finished fix. If you did watch Stowaway and you're thinking I need more sci-fi, but Bella's or Pitch Perfect involvement, at least these ones are somewhat of a finished state. Before I get there though, I just wanted to highlight one unfinished fic that although it is unfinished, I just felt this needed to be included because I read the whole thing and it is very good. So I'm going to give you fair warning. This is an unfinished fic, but it is well worth a read. It is called The Greater Share of Honour. It's available on fanfiction.net and it's written by... Where's the muse? The summary says, hundreds of years after the first man mission to Mars, mankind lives among the stars and is embroiled in a decade-long conflict with a mysterious foe. This story follows a squadron of pilots on the front lines of the war who are fighting to save mankind. But Chloe, Slowburn and Storbury Already there you get this kind of whole universe that's set in and around space and we know that this is going to involve the Bellas in some form or another being on these spacecrafts, being part of a squadron and fighting foes and stuff. You're going to get a load of action. They're going to have to make tough decisions. You know, this is where you're going to see them and these characters that you love having to deal with their own lives but also being part of this conflict and trying to navigate that as best as they can. And the story is fascinating because of the way that they've included so many characters from the Pitch Perfect universe into this narrative. You've got Bumper and Benji, you've got the Trebles over here, even Luke from Pitch Perfect 1 is thrown in there as well. You get the sense even from really early on in uh, the story that there's a lot of complicated emotions and history that has gone on between a lot of the characters especially Becca and Chloe they have a backstory and, and history that maybe not the best kind of join Becca coming back into this environment and how that's all going to kind of play out I've warned you already that this fic isn't finished, but it doesn't seem like they left on the best of terms. Becca and Chloe are trying to sort out where they're feeling there's a lot of misunderstanding there and just things that have broken down and not worked and just, oh, and you get these little moments where they're trying to figure it out, but it's not quite clicking and nobody quite knows what the other one is thinking or why they acted the way they did. So you get all of that going on. You've got then the fun of Strawberry. But then going along with it, you have all the intricacies of this space war that is happening between the humans and these aliens. It's all really serious. This is a life and death situation. There's a good 27 chapters in this fic that you can read. But the reason I wanted to highlight it, even though it's not finished, is there is this one mission that they have to go on as a whole group. Like you've got trebles, you've got bellas all going and they're all mixed together on this mission and it is such an intricate description and how it's written of this mission that they have to do the difficulties of writing different groups of teams and where they are at the same time and what they're all doing and navigating the strange environment that they're having to be in and then also just how 
it escalates. There's like really, really tense moments when you're not sure what's going to happen. And then things get worse and worse as going on. And it really builds up. And like, who's going to survive and who's not going to survive? I mean, there's points when you just think that we're all going to die because it just gets that, just that tense. It is so good. It is so well written, the whole of that mission. I just fell in love with this fic mainly for that. And I was just blown away at how detailed and how well it just drew me in to this mission that they had gone on how they really covered all the characters like it could have been so easy to lose someone along the way or not to focus on anybody but they really brought this all together they were a whole team trying to survive this moment and man this keeps you on the edge of your seat but it's well worth it i will just warn you again that it is not finished so if you are wanting a resolution to things like the Chloe, it's not going to happen. But hopefully you can kind of allow your mind to take it the rest of the way. So some of the finished fics that I wanted to cover to add to our highlights of sci-fi fics include You're the Greatest Wonder in My Universe by Rejection Isn't Failure. This is available on AO3 and the summary says, based on Kendrick's tweet... That Pitch Perfect 3 starts with Becca and Chloe in space, just with more romance. So we read the tweet earlier on, and I love the fact that that is literally the inspiration for this fic. It's a one-shot, so you know you're going to get everything in there that you would want to get. It's all finished. And I suppose just as it says, this is a bit of romance, and it is quite fluffy. After reading some of the other sci-fi fics where you're just a little bit horrified with everything goes on, because you, you can take it into quite dramatic things, there's lots of action going on, life and death situations. This was a whole reversal of just a lovely, fluffy moment in space. There's even a picture at the beginning of Becca and Chloe floating in space. It's fantastic. I think what I loved about this was it was a completely different take on the idea of Bella's in space. And just touching on this very tender moment that happens, you could imagine the awe of being in space and seeing the world from the perspective of space and just what that feeling would be like. And there's this tender moment when Becca just sees that and yet to her, it's still not the most beautiful sight she's ever seen because she has seen Chloe Beale. Like Chloe Beale is the most beautiful thing she's ever seen. I was like, oh. Man, this just this touched my heart right there. I mean, if you wanted just a full-on, just fluffy Becca and Chloe revealing how they feel, and there's just some really fantastic lines in here of confessions that they make. I suppose them being in awe of seeing the world from that perspective, it's not a view that many people are going to have. And so having that moment for them... I suppose could be that click of a switch that would just make them realize that you know wow I get to have this amazing life experience and just appreciate life I need to take this opportunity and these opportunities that we have to uh, open up to each other and they, there's just some really heartfelt dialogue in there that just makes me just go oh my word it's so good just the way they talk to each other and express themselves and how it relates to the universe i mean it's just in a puddle of feelings it's so good 
although you're seeing this great wonder, it makes you realise that the most special thing that you have is the love of your life. That's it. I mean, oh, dear. <laughs> okay, we're going to move on from that. I'm just getting just melting again. Here we go. The next fix that I wanted to highlight was from Pitch Perfect Horror Week 2020. It's written by Unholy Hellbig. So if you look for their stuff, look for the title Pitch Perfect Horror Week 2020. It's chapter three and it's called The ISS Immortal. The summary says, Day three final girls. Becca is sent on the mission of a lifetime when an odd signal is received from a ship that was meant to come home but never did. Now, this is a finished fic, but I would say this is like a snapshot into what could become a much larger fic. This is just kind of like a small moment that was inspired by the prompt Final Girls, which, of course, Final Girls in horror movies, the one that's left standing. And it all revolves around Becca... There are references to characters like Aubrey's there. You get references to Chloe and you get the idea that Becca and Chloe have a form of relationship. But it all revolves around this distress signal that they receive from Chloe's ship. So Chloe's on this other ship. Unholy Hellbig, I had her on the podcast before. She's really into horror and writing kind of horror-esque stuff. She's so good at putting the tension in. Just give you the chills of, of what, is happening and just describing what's happened to this other ship and what's going on and so it really is Becca and Aubrey trying to figure out well, what do you do you've received this distress signal should you go or should you not go to try and save them the same thing could happen to you you don't know and so it's such an intriguing little snapshot that will just let your mind go wild and I'll leave it up to you what you think happens in the end Another one from A Pitch Perfect Horror Week. I'm not sure which year of Horror Week this is from, but it's by Let's Talk Acapella, and it's part of their Pitch Perfect Prompts collection on AO3. It's Chapter 7, and the fic is called Area 51, Now in Barden. The summary is literally for Pitch Perfect Horror Week, Day 5, Alien Abduction. This doesn't beat around reading this fic. You literally jump in at the deep end with poor Chloe waking up in the middle of the night being abducted by aliens. Poor Chloe Beale. <laughs> I get the grogginess of waking up and suddenly realising that something's happening to you that you're not aware of. And like, how do you react? I quite like the idea that it was Chloe. She has a bit of feistiness in her. She's fighting this. You put Chloe on the edge and she will fight back. This is a short one-shot, but it's such a fascinating and also fun little story. You're kind of joining Chloe on this roller coaster of a ride. And, <laughs> I mean, it is crazy. The things that happen, the things that they get up to. She ends up meeting these aliens and following them and, and learning more about this. You're kind of with Chloe and the, the mystery of this, the panic of this. And then slowly kind of warming up to stuff as it unravels. But what's clearly happening through this whole fic is that Chloe has no idea. And just as the reader, you have no idea what's really going on here. I don't want to give too much away, but I will say that there is a whole connection with Lily. And I loved this. I loved the idea that somebody had written a fic or something around aliens that involved Lily in some way, shape or form. It was so good. 
you were just given these little snippets of what could happen and from Chloe's perspective because she's so unaware of things as well you just get these little moments you can just kind of click things together but at least so many questions as well I just kind of found myself quite bemused by the whole story especially the ending the ending is like the punchline of the whole fic is so good I loved getting a little bit more Lily in a story. The next story I want to highlight for you this week in our sci-fi collection is Until the End by Nope We Can on fanfiction.net. The summary says, A hundred years after evacuating the Earth, humans have established themselves in outer space. They're about to discover just how unwelcome they are, Private First Class Becca Mitchell and her team leader Aubrey Posen, meanwhile, are about to welcome their new medic to the team. Could she be the missing piece Becca's waiting for? Eventual Bechloe. This is another great multi-chapter fic. And this is a complete story, like, you've got the whole thing in there. And I tell you what, this is a fantastic sci-fi story you've got a whole collection of pitch perfect characters in this universe and i loved how they had done the pairing with aubrey being the leader of the team but becca being like first class but also being a bit of a renegade it really does set this tone of the team dynamics and that they all know each other and there's also like a tribal team as well and then they throw in the new medic who is chloe and so you get to kind of really get introduced to this group as chloe gets to know them and that kind of unravels between them but as the story goes on you also get an insight into the fact that there's a lot of history especially with becca and this underlying plot that is holding this whole story together and it involves stacy like becca and Stacey have a real close relationship. They have a lot of history there. For one reason or another, they lost Stacy in this story. And there's this kind of mystery of people going missing, whether it's from missions they're on or prison ships or, or anything like that. So they have to do a lot of investigating on what this is and you get this whole unraveling of this story i tell you what, there are some very tense moments. Like, even to the point where they have to do this whole, like, war and a big battle in there as well. There's moments when your heart breaks because of which characters, like, die. And I remember reading this one bit and thinking, I'm only, like, halfway through the fic. How can you kill this person off? And yet, you suddenly realise there was this whole undertone of stuff going on that you had no idea was happening... And the only way you're going to really unravel the whole thing... There's just a lot of stuff in there that only really comes together at the end. And you can see all the pieces. There's people you're like, oh, I should have been watching out for you. It's such a like interwoven story. There's lots of things thought about. And these big missions that really put these characters on the edge and test their mettle. And of course, you get Chloe in there as well. So a little bit of a different one I wanted to include in the highlights was a fic called The First Time I Saw Jupiter by Jack E. Pierce, available on fanfiction.net. The summary says, The night 
that the second earth becomes visible in the evening sky is much like any other in Aubrey Posen's life. So this fic centres around Aubrey Posen and it's a Corbury or a Chawbury fic, however you want to uh, call that one. It sets the scene of Aubrey having quite an overbearing dad and they're on a drive and he wants her to join his company and she doesn't want to do that. She wants to live her own life. They end up in a car crash and her father dies. And because of that, it kind of makes her estranged from her family. Like it just kind of all breaks down. And then it jumps forward a few years to Aubrey living a very different life. She doesn't really interact with people she doesn't really have her family around that much anymore she's kind of living this very lonely existence she's working in a bakery unsociable hours and so she just kind of goes to work works and then goes home and and then kind of stays out of the way it's really interesting because although there's sci-fi elements in it it feels very like a very domestic fic You know, it's a character dealing with family drama and trying to find their place in the world. They've got kind of a dark history. And through that, she ends up meeting Chloe Beale, who's a regular at the bakery. But alongside that and and Chloe and Aubrey growing their relationship as a couple, you then have Other Earth is always looming through the thick. And slowly through the thick, more info comes out about it. Aubrey's just like the average person getting this news and hearing it from a civilian's perspective, I suppose. Eventually comes out that maybe it's exactly the same as this Earth. So that means that you could be there or everybody has a doppelganger over in the other Earth. It then adds all these difficult questions or like ethical decisions that these characters are trying to make like how would you react if you knew that there was another you living a life on this other planet this identical planet to your own is it the same person is it not the same person how close are those lives and if you could go to another world and meet yourself or meet your family or whatever would you do it and what would you like to find out I think with a character like Aubrey and giving Aubrey this really difficult past allowed her to have some really big questions to ask and soul searching that she goes through in this story. It's a complete story. It's a few chapters long. But I loved the fact that it was a sci-fi fic. It sometimes lulled me into forgetting that. And then you just get these little inklings of this other Earth. Kind of ends up putting Aubrey in this position where she's got to choose does she want to face the past a past that harmed her and wasn't that great or does she want to face her future with the love of her life and actually have a really good thing going and does she want to destroy that and so it it popped up all of these interesting questions all these interesting ideas around Aubrey Posen and I, I love the fact that we found a fic that was a different ship that people could get into for our sci-fi collection. But I wanted to check this one in just as a little bit of a different take on Bellas in Space because this one is kind of set in 
an average pitch perfect universe world and it's called A Lover of Things by Sir Yes Sir on fanfiction.net. The summary says Chloe gets Becca to spend time with her in space. An intriguing summary and it's just a one shot but it is a really cute little story and it's set in and around the Bella's house. It just starts off as like your average in the Bella's house type of fic. There's some like fun moments. It feels relatively lighthearted. Really focuses on Chloe and, and Chloe's experience. It focuses on the fact that Chloe has to go into town and has some errands to run. And when I started reading this fic, I was like, well, okay, so they're running errands in town. What has this got to do with space? Sounds really odd. Becca ends up going with Chloe, but it was clear that she kind of wanted to join Chloe, but she didn't know how to ask or sort of say, hey, I'm going to come with you. So she ends up in this really awkward situation, which Chloe just runs with. Chloe then ends up going to this one location, which Becca's just a bit like, why? And she has like special access. It's like she's a regular visitor. It turns out that Chloe has taken Becca to like a planetarium and they're watching this show and you get these lovely, sweet little Chloe moments. Maybe their hands might touch a moment. It did remind me a little bit of Friends when Ross was working at the museum and they have a planetarium and he takes Rachel in there and you've got all the stars in the sky and planets and you're just sat in the dark and I really like that. It, it's such a like light-hearted short one-shot, but it carries with it this whole deeper meaning. It's really, really just touching the Chloe moment that was just like, oh, I just want more of it. And what a lovely little fic that covered space in a completely different way. And the final story I wanted to highlight for our fan fiction highlights, sci-fi edition is a fic called Futuristic Lover. I just needed to throw it in there. You've got a lot of serious sci-fi dramatic fics where there's lots of action and angst going on, but sometimes you just need a good bit of fun as well. And this is this fic. It's called Futuristic Lover by Anna Kendrick 47 on fanfiction.net. And the summary says, Chloe Beale leads a perfectly normal life. College pre-med student, co-captain of the Barden Bellas. She had a lot of friends and a loving family. Chloe didn't think meeting Becca Mitchell would change her life so much, but it did. Although on the surface, this summary doesn't sound that sci-fi-esque. The whole thing is set in and around Barden and around the Pitch Perfect universe. It's the Barden Bellas at Barden trying to win the ICCAs. Pretty much this whole fic is about an alien. It's a real fun fic. There's a lot of fun moments in there. Because you get thrown in with this alien in amongst the Bard and Bellas, you know that's going to lead to some real fun and interesting things happening. And I love the idea of taking somebody who really doesn't know human culture and saying hey you know what let's chuck you in with a bunch of acapella nerds at Barden University and see how they deal with that. 
it is really sweet as well to see Chloe dealing with an alien. How would Chloe be or react? The discovery and like some of the panic in there, but then also how she kind of ends up befriending this alien and all the feelings involved with that as well. If you want something a little bit more lighthearted, this one is a good place to go. So we have gone to all different places in looking at Bellas in Space. From all of your ideas, and I am grateful for everyone who came up with ideas and shared their thoughts on Bellas in Space. I have so many like thoughts now and like visions in my head of different ways this could play out. I love it. And I love the fact that you're willing to share this, that other people could think about it too. That we have all these just Bellas in Space ideas circulating around in our heads. And I hope that if you're watching Stowaway, that you enjoy it. I mean, I'm crossing my fingers for Anna Kendrick's survival. <laughs> Whether it happens or not, we'll, we'll wait and see. Look, please, Anna, don't die. Thank you so much for listening. Please think about subscribing and giving us a review of the podcast. You can also follow us on our social media. We are on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter and Tumblr. And enjoy some stowaway. I'll see you next time, pitchers.